there's a saying, I'm sure you've heard it. Chew like no one's watching. Crunch like you've never crunched before. Eat cereal like you've never been hurt. I think that it's more than just an adage. It's a way of living that we can all aspire to. Boy, I'm hungry. Welcome to The Empty Bowl, a meditative podcast about cereal. My name is Justin McElroy, and I'm a cereal enthusiast. And my name is Dan Gobert, and I am a man of many cereal words and deeds, I would say. <laughs> you back it up with action, which I like about you. It's not just a bunch of talk. This is a meditative podcast about cereal. What does that mean? Well, it means that for the next half hour or so, we would ask that you just relax, sit back, and think about cereal. Uh, you can eat cereal if you want. That'd be a good companion to this, I think. Or you can just sort of um, relax and zone out, let everything else fall away. Think about cereal. If you're headed to bed, uh, don't forget to brush your teeth. It's huge. And uh, I hope you have a pleasant night's sleep. But uh, for now, Dan and I will stand guard speaking about cereal as you drift off to dreamland or wash the dishes or whatever you're up to. Dan, it looks like a busy week in the world of cereal news. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting cereal ephemeral news bites uh, that have cropped up and uh, you know floated through the cereal sphere. I think we can start with a new edition of Frosted Flakes that is coming out to commemorate the release of the Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi television series. And this limited edition variety is coming out in July. I believe the series releases near the end of May. But this is a light side and dark side edition Frosted Flakes, which basically just means they're mixing normal Frosted Flakes with chocolate Frosted Flakes. And, you know, this isn't the craziest concept for the actual cereal formula. If I were if I were the one in power, I might make it like the light side Frosted Flakes being yogurt covered or something, something. or maybe honey. Uh, but I really think anyone who gets this cereal is in it for the box art anyway. It's like legitimately very good and involved. Uh, it almost seems like we're seeing a new renaissance of box art, if if not actual cereal innovation. Uh, we talked about the Trix Tracks last episode, yes. which have a really appealing box graphic, and this one's great as well. You've got Tony the Tiger sort of, uh, his face cleaved in twain, and he is uh, representing Obi-Wan on one side and Darth Vader on the other side, which, you know, aside from implying some nefarious deeds and evil actions that this <laughs> dark side... Darth Tony may have uh, perpetrated. I think it's a good look for him, and it's definitely a frame-worthy box. I don't know what you think. Yeah, it's a cool one. I uh, I like again the concept is not particularly exciting, although with the track record of Star Wars cereals of late, that's yeah, probably <laughs> the bar is yeah. subterranean. <laughs> um, speaking of. Uh, the millionth iteration of something. I cannot believe the banana caramel Cheerios. They're just, it's darts at this point. It just darts on a, on a board that they're chucking into flavors for Cheerios. 
Yeah, so we talked about how Honey Vanilla Cheerios are coming out, but it wasn't until recently that I realized that they're actually being joined by Banana Caramel Cheerios as well. And it really does seem like they've just got a whole bunch of different jars of Cheerios flavoring stuff that they can do all kinds of crazy chemical mixology towards and just make new yeah, flavors right. out of it. Like you had Honey Nut Cheerios... Uh, there's been frosted Cheerios, so why not just combine those two flavors into honey vanilla Cheerios? You've had banana nut Cheerios, you've had dulce de leche Cheerios, so why not put together the resources you have and make these banana caramel Cheerios? It's just interesting that, like, um, I don't, like, banana caramel is, I mean, those flavors exist together, and, like... I don't know, banoffee pie or, or stuff like that. But like, it's not something where I immediately think like, ah, oh, yes, the classic combination. Well, it seems banana like a tribute to Bananas can. Foster, perhaps. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why they didn't just call it that. But It'd be good. I don't know. I think these will be good. I liked Banana Nut Cheerios a lot. So getting an even browner, riper uh, evolution of that seems like it could be really good. It does make me think, though, that, like, if they have all these different flavor formulas on standby, why can't they use them for, like, all these random licensed cereals from General Mills that end up getting very generic fruit flavors? Like, you've got the industrial vats of banana and caramel. Why not put it to better use? Because kid, kids don't want that. Because <laughs> kids don't like that. It's got to be, if if you're doing it, it's got to be, like, Secession cereal. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's gotta be like the Game of Thrones spinoff. That's true. Uh, get, getting a cereal. The, 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 this is us. This, this is us. <laughs> this is a cereal. Man, I don't know. I, I really want to go on like an informative walkthrough of a cereal factory and really see how the, the sugary sausage is made, so to speak. I got a lot of questions mm-hmm. about flavoring fluids and uh, infusion that you know conventional research just cannot turn up any answers on um tricks is back at it yeah tricks seems to be having a moment as well where they're getting new varieties but none of them are really like changing the the fundamental formula let obviously they're not adding any banana or caramel flavor to tricks <laughs> Uh, but just like with the Trix tracks that we talked about, which was just different shaped Trix pieces with some variously shaped marshmallows, we're also getting more or less the exact same thing in these Trix Fireworks cereal, which is another limited edition release. It is a timed exclusive at Sam's Club, I believe, which is a really like weird concept for a cereal to be exclusive to a certain store, but only for a certain length of time. But if you want to get your hands on these, they are basically just spheres, uh, the red spheres with blue stripes, and then you've got white star marshmallows as well. And, you know, I first heard about these from the impulsivebuy.com, and they posted about them. And, you know, Marvo from that blog made a good point, which is like, remember when fireworks actually used to mean something for a snack like you'd think that would mean they would put some sort of popping candy or some sort of something you know crackling component like we saw with the popping pebbles but now these are just 
you know, a pretty bowl. They're, they look like they're fun to look at. I don't know if I would be able to eat a whole, you know, fam, family-sized Bams Club exclusive box of this stuff. <laughs> uh, you just get so much cereal there, but I don't know. It's a good-looking one. It'd be, be good to serve in a bowl at a 4th of July party. I like, this is the, um, this is my preferred form factor for tricks. So I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Never have liked the fruit shapes. Uh, I keep it classic. It's embarrassing, but continue. <laughs> it's fun to see the spheres. That, that makes me happy. I like eating eating spheres. <laughs> Things that you discover about yourself when you have a cereal podcast. I do like eating spheres. Um, I mean, I suppose if you like homogenous mouthfeel, it's great. But uh, sorry, I won't get combative here. I know this is a a calming, chill space, and I respect your preferences. Thank you. you can have all the tricks. It's very much a product of the of the age difference, I think, because to me, those are classic. Che- like that's nostalgia, you know. What I mean, like that's classic, hmm. uh, classic tricks. Che- <laughs> um, what else do we have in the world of news going on? Oh, could oh god. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so this is Cookie Crisp. Oatmeal. <laughs> I'm a purist. I'm an empty bowl purist. I've, I've become a fan of empty bowl when oatmeal comes up. I just think this has no place. There's no place here in this podcast. They're hot cereals, though. I know. I, I, I understand the, the semantic argument. <laughs> uh, I think it's just because I don't eat a lot of, of oatmeal myself, so I can't get as personally as excited about it. Yeah, and I'm going to say that cookie crisp oatmeal at least from how it looks, probably isn't going to change your mind. So mm. this is a late addition to General Mills's line of, you know, Big G cereal-inspired oatmeals. They first released with a quadrilogy of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, and Trix oatmeals. And I only, well, I tried the Cinnamon Toast Crunch and the Lucky Charms years and years ago when they were weirdly a Canada exclusive, and I had them imported. Uh, but when they had their American release, I only tried the Cocoa Puffs one. And that was basically a chocolate oatmeal with these little, um, you know, almost cocoa bean looking crunchies that you spread on top of them. And, you know, it was all right. It was kind of bland. The topping didn't really scream Cocoa Puffs to me. And that's why I'm kind of disappointed to see that this Cookie Crisp oatmeal is basically just that exact same thing as the Cocoa Puffs oatmeal, but instead of a chocolate oatmeal base, it's just an oatmeal base. So mm. this really seems like it's just going to be a pretty, you know, bland, extremely modestly chocolatey, sweetened oatmeal. And I don't know, if I'm, if I'm going to really do oatmeal, why wouldn't I get just like dinosaur eggs, you know, or oh. classic maple brown sugar? It's dinosaur just... Dinosaur eggs is good. I don't know. I don't see myself trying this cookie crisp oatmeal unless our our listeners are pounding at the door begging us to. Like wolves at the door, you know? Cookie crisp, wolf. Sorry, I'll stop. Now, I'm seeing... I'm seeing uh, uh, another license. We spoke of licensed cereals, and I think you willed this one into existence. Unfortunately, uh, Kellogg's is releasing a... Buzz Lightyear cereal based on, you know, the toy's human origin story. Was he even a human, or was he just a character? We're still, a TV so this show? is a, this is a thing that's been actually in debate. I heard them talking about it on another podcast. Blank check too. Like, it is very much 
I mean, the, the premise of Toy Story is that Buzz Lightyear is a toy based on a cartoon. But mm-hmm. what this movie presupposes is what what but what about the real person but there isn't a real person it's a, it was a cartoon it's wild i have no it i cannot come the fact that it is a breakfast cereal is the least surprising thing about the existence of Lightyear. yeah this is a pretty pretty forgettable looking cereal when this news came out i wanted to do a count of just how many recent kellogg's licensed cereals there have been that was exactly this where it's just these multi-grain pieces whether in squares or stars as the as is the case here mixed with you know very vaguely sculpted marbits and i counted almost a dozen just in the past few years alone so it's kind of i don't know i don't know how much time we even need to spend talking about this light year cereal it's just such a straight downgrade from buzz blasts cereal if you remember that one yeah uh that was a gorgeous purple and green crunchy cereal and granted i don't remember what it tasted great like at box all. art too but yeah, oh my gosh it's the kind of cereal where you look at it and you just taste it you know deep in the stomach of your soul <laughs> it's, it's gorgeous but straight downgrade they yossified buzz light your cereal and the less said about it the better in my opinion <laughs> but maybe it's delicious no it won't be we know exactly i mean like with 99.9% certainty, we know exactly what the cereal tastes like. It tastes like frozen. It tastes like... Moana cereal. I, you just did the list. What else? Uh, there was an Avengers cereal, Captain oh, America yeah. Civil War cereal. Not only frozen cereal, but frozen 2 cereal. Of course, which was the same thing with like a little bit different marshmallow, right? Yeah, and there was a Toy Story 1, 2, Toy Story 4. You know, it all starts to, bl- er, to blend together. Um. Yeah, it, it's you know the last one like licensed cereal I really liked was the uh, and this was forever ago but the the Superman and Batman cereals that were released around oh, Superman yeah, vs Batman that 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 caramel crunch uh, Superman I think it was mm-hmm. that was pretty good that yeah. was pretty good the Batman was chocolate strawberry too so at least like they put thought into those I mean yeah like I said they used their giant bats of weird flavoring liquid and made something good. And those were also like heavily dusted and had a biscuity texture. And wow, I'm nostalgic for a licensed cereal. Who would who would have thunk? Uh, have you have you tried anything, Dan? Taking this from the um, theoretical into the real world. <laughs> yeah, there are some things that I've tried. This first one is General Mills Filled Bites cereal. Uh, you may recall us talking about these a couple episodes ago when they were first rumored uh, I got a picture from someone named Michael who worked at a high V in Minneapolis that was a test store for new General Mills cereals and I ended up getting a sample of these two uh, filled bite cereals which are just to recap ostensibly like a soft reboot of General Mills Philo's cereals, which are basically like oversized, chunky Crave. And Philo's originally came in Hershey's Cookies and Cream and Pillsbury Cinnamon Roll flavors. Uh, This rebooted line did include a, a Pillsbury Cinnamon Roll again, as well as a Golden Grahams S'mores variety. And I guess I just have to preface this by saying that 
it's really unclear whether these cereals will actually hit mainstream shelves or whether it's just forever going to be a test market item. There is a weird complication here where a couple days back, Cereal Life on Instagram posted a picture of another Filled Bite cereal that was Cinnamon Toast Crunch branded instead, which I guess if these ever come out would probably replace the Pillsbury Cinnamon Roll, I have to imagine. I mean, you would think, right? That's where all the, the heat is these days. Yeah, trying to research these cereals takes you down a weird rabbit hole to this website freshstartmornings.com which appears to be like an experimental General Mills brand that doesn't really have a lot of info about it but there is like a landing page for the Cinnamon Toast Crunch version and according to Serial Life again he, he asked General Mills about it and they said that you know they're experimenting with this stuff and you know they may have more news to share in the future so again unclear but uh, we have listener Ryan to thank for sending these boxes, and they, they very much do feel like test boxes because, you know, the box art looks final, but it's printed on both sides, and the actual quality of the box does not feel like a true cardboard cereal box. It feels thinner, more fragile, mm. and whatnot. Uh, but talking about the cereals themselves, finally, uh, I definitely get the impression that they took everything about the fillers making process and just repeated it. The cinnamon roll ones taste exactly as I remember the fillers tasting like, which is to say pretty good. Again, these are both very, very dense cereals that like will sink in milk, which is how you know it's, it's the peak of decadence. And the cinnamon roll ones do taste like a cinnamon roll. The creamy filling really, you know, melds it all together. I would almost say if this analog makes any sense, they taste more like monkey bread than a cinnamon roll, just for the mm. sheer amount of like creamy coating that's basted all over the stuff. It's very good, it's very tasty, but I'm kind of at the point of Cinnamon Toast Crunch exhaustion where okay. a new cinnamon cereal just doesn't really do it for me anymore. Yeah. Um, the, the Golden Grams one, on the other hand, is pretty great i i kind of actually love it and that's just not just because i'm a golden gram, gram representation yeah uh it's a weird case where if you just eat like one of these golden grams filled bites you're not going to taste much outside of like chocolate but as you continue to eat them or if you eat like one giant gravelly mouthful of them the gram flavor really builds like Mm, aggregating sediment in a riverbed it stacks (laughs) and eventually you get this nice creamy very well melded chocolatey graham not unlike uh, a Kellogg's s'mores albeit a lot heavier Uh, not unlike my favorite pop-tart milk chocolate graham or not unlike another extremely weirdly formative snack for me which was I don't know if you remember Ritz Bits s'mores where they had like the Simpsons faces on them specifically. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> a little bit. It sounds vaguely familiar. That's just a core memory snack for me. And I just know when I taste something that is of the same like spiritual genus, you know? So I really enjoyed the Golden Graham S'mores bites. Couldn't really care less about the cinnamon roll or cinnamon toast crunch, whatever they want to call it. But I really hope the Golden Graham's ones end up hitting shelves everywhere. Well, here's hoping. Keep our fingers crossed. 
I'm trying to think if I ate any new cereals this week. I don't think I did. Did you eat any old cereals this week? No, I don't keep old cereals. I, I'm only about that new stuff. <laughs> um, made a lot of cereal mixes. Made some Fruit Loops. Uh, sorry, Fruity Pebbles uh, snack, like Fruity Pebbles treats. Mm-hmm. Classic recipe. Mm. But I threw in some uh, fruit gummies because I was making it Whoa. for my kids. Yeah, it went good. It was a nice textural breakup. Normally, I'd throw in some mini marshmallows. You could achieve the same thing, but... What kind of gummies are we talking about? These are Welch's fruit. Oh, just regular I love those. Fruit gummies. Do they, like, no. melt? No, because I waited until... It was, like, the last step, right? So, mm. if you want to do a mix-in with a treat cereal and you don't want the chemical composition to change, you gotta... Uh, or the physical composition, I guess. You would, um... He's got to wait till they're mixed in a little bit. The the marshmallow and butter cool really quickly, so you're not going to like degrade the uh, the the structure of them. So if you want to add like marshmallows at the last minute or cereal marshmallows, it's a great great mm-hmm. companion. Obviously, they're extremely sweet. They're not nuanced, but they're good. What do the gummies do to the texture? Is it like a nuts and gum type deal? No, it's an. I mean, I'll be. It is for me a little bit, but kids enjoy it. <laughs> kids, kids, kids are down for whatever. They're more flexible. Kids love nonsense. Yeah, it is. It is a nonsensical texture. Uh, now, in the third segment of our show. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm rushing ahead when there's <laughs> please, a delicious please. donut here to talk about. So we talked about how Krispy Kreme was pairing with Cinnamon Toast Crunch again to release. Uh, an ensemble of cinnamilk glazed products. And I strode into my local Krispy Kreme with full intention of trying everything. But, um, you know, as the kids say, the vibes were off in this Krispy Kreme. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were totally out of the more interesting donuts. The cream cheese, cinnamilk was gone. The dulce de leche, cinnamilk were gone. And somehow their chiller machine for the cinnamon toast crunch cinnamilk beverage was also broken down so all they had left was the the plain cinnamon glazed donut which i do not believe that anything actually cinnamon was put anywhere near this glazed donut i'm convinced that wow, they were just really? pranking me and they were trying to sell me plain original glazed Krispy cream donuts because i couldn't taste even the nariest lick of cinnamon in these things. Hmm. I mean, it was still good. Krispy Kreme original glazed are good, but when you have a phrase like cinnamon toast crunch cinnamilk glaze, I expect a lot more of the cinna, I guess. So, I don't know. (laughs) Not much to say there, but I think my local Krispy Kreme just needs to get their act together. This is disappointing. Now, I, as I was saying, in the, in the third segment, um, we like to have a little fun. We like to, to cut loose, as you were, uh, and uh, if you will. And uh, we want to take some of your questions this time. You can send these to mail at bowl.rest. You have pressing serial inquiries. Bowl.rest, I should mention at this point, is also our website address. If you want to pledge some money to the show, you can kick in anywhere from a buck up to ten bucks, I think. And uh, we really appreciate that. If you can do it, half of that keeps it seriously.net running. And the other half goes to a local shelter for people experiencing homelessness here in my tri-state area. So it's called Harmony House. It's great. So with that being said, here are our questions. Hello, good, good cereal boys. 
I live in the UK, and I find myself missing the cereals of my youth stateside. We have very little variety here. Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies, Cheerios, Shredded Wheat, that's pretty much it. No Monster Cereals, no Corn Pops. None of the more interesting Frosted Flakes flavors, not even the Sour Patch Kids cereal. Well, you're lucky. <laughs> so my question is, what can I add to my boring British cereals to make them more interesting? How do I DIY my childhood back? That's from Cereal Nostalgia in Cardiff. So, I have a foolproof method here I'd like to share. Please. I make a cereal snack mix, and I can uh, tell you that it is fantastic and flexible on its own. I'm sure that I have talked about it on the, the show before, but since this is supposed to be an intentionally slightly dull show reiterate <laughs> the recipe for you so you're going to in a microwave bowl mix up a half cup of butter three-fourths cup white corn syrup a cup brown sugar now now you my friend my british friend you will need to or maybe just uk dweller you'll need to convert these you know to white or whatever <laughs> i'm not gonna do that work for you but you melt those things in a microwave for like uh two minutes or so till the butter melts and then you dump it on top in a big in a big greased uh, mm. like roasting pan. Dump in uh, 12 ounces of cereal. This recipe calls for Crispix. The one that I originally found on allrecipes.com calls for Crispix. But I have used every cereal pretty much. <laughs> Anything that's not fruit flavored, you can pretty much get away with. And a cup of nuts and maybe another cup of nuts or maybe not. It's whatever you want to, to, to caramelize. And then you roast it at 275 for an hour stirring every 15 minutes easy and what you get and then once you dump it out once you're done cooking you gotta kind of mix it for a while because otherwise it's gonna want to harden up into one big clump which is great but is not good to eat <laughs> it is funny though um this snack mix is fantastic also especially sprinkle some uh seasonings in there if you want i like some pumpkin pie spice in with that melted butter maybe some kosher salt at the end right before you start stirring uh it's all good but this is a great addition to cereal you can make any cereal have delicious, crunchy, salty, sweet mix-ins uh, that are an amazing complement to cereal. I will often make this cereal mix and then with the poor, poor bowl of the bland leftover Crispix and then dump this mix on top of it. But just a sprinkling is enough to make a delicious cereal mix-in. It is so flexible you can put it on uh, just about anything to spice up any cereal. That's a very dignified answer. Whereas I was just gonna say, put a whole bunch of chocolate chips in your cereal. Chocolate chips are a slam dunk. Put maple you syrup can't on top. It. Chocolate chips is interesting. I do that a lot, um, but I I always have semi-sweet in the house rather than mm. milk chocolate. And that bitterness, that 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 slight bitterness, is actually really nice. A really nice counterpoint to a lot of cereals um, that are overly sweet. It's it, they're it's really really a good good addition. You can always try different milk, too. I've gotten into, uh, I found a, at Kroger, I found a coconut-infused almond milk. Mm. Mm. It is nice. Coconut milk is a great, uh, coconut milk or coconut-infused almond milk, in this case, is a, it's a great cereal addition. Yeah, or maybe try, like, um, a drinkable yogurt on it. I think that thickness would be nice, too. Sure, yeah. Mix it up. Uh, or cook it hot. Just go for it. Shredded wheat's good hot. Uh, I thought you were just dissing hot cereal. No. 
not oatmeal, hot cereal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not war not warm not cereal designed to be served warm, hot cereal designed to be served cold. <laughs> that you've gotten creative with. Uh here's another question. Hi Dan and Justin. First of all, I hope you're both doing well. Thank you. I've been thinking about this for a while and I want to know what is your comfort cereal? I'm talking about a cereal that can be the equivalent to a bowl of chicken noodle soup when you're feeling sick, or like when your brain has had a bad day, you can curl up in this bowl of cereal and feel like everything will be okay. For me, I was having this epitome when, eat, uh, 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 when eating a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Not too sweet, but not flavorless either. Seem to have the right amount of pick-me-up in it. It's not my favorite, but it is something I can count on. Thank you, Justin and Dan, for your podcast, and have a wonderful day. That's from Bailey. Dan, what's your comfort cereal? That's a really good question. I find that all the cereals that I think of as comforting definitely are like honey based. Definitely Honey Nut Cheerios for me as well and Honey Bunches of Oats. Both of them remind me of my dad and mom respectively just because they're their respective favorite cereals. So that really hmm. takes me back to a, a, you know, a home sweet home type mindset. Um, but then to also complete that trifecta, I would say probably Golden Grams as well. That's another one that no matter how often I eat it, it still takes me back to a specific point in my life. Golden Grams in particular reminding me of like cross-country camp because they would always mm. just have us eat cold cereal in the morning. And at that point, I had like never eaten Golden Grams and it was a huge like euphoric revelation for me. So those ones really awesome. take me back. I don't know about you. You know, it's very specific for me. I like... um when I was a kid, I used to do this all the time where I would get, this is so stupid. I would get a big cup, like a really, really big cup. Um, like imagine like the big gulp size from Seven Eleven, right? We would keep, we would store those in the house. Um, because we didn't have a lot of money, we would reuse, you know, if you got a, a, a large cup that was sturdy enough to go through the dishwasher, it became a permanent member of the family. And I, I would dump, um, cornflakes with actual sugar like where I would like you know sprinkle sugar onto the cornflakes I would like layer it in right so like cornflakes little sprinkle sugar cornflakes sprinkle sugar and then dump the milk on and that like that hit of uh, milk with like the slight graininess of the sugar that hasn't melted uh, with the cornflakes that are this like nice multi crunch uh, and then you get to the bottom and it's this like amazing slurry of like <laughs> sugar and milk and withered cornflakes. It is like, it's so nostalgic to me. I wow. know that's not a, uh, um, exciting, but it is like that, that combo to me of like real sugar and cornflakes and that have sat in the milk too long. I just, I, I, it really hits, hits for me. Wow. Big gulp of cornflakes is like insanely iconic now. Yeah. Dear Dan and Justin, I feel that Raisin Bran Crunch is nearly the perfect cereal. It's one of my wife's favorites. She loves it. The mix of textures is perfect, as is the delicate, non-overpowering sweetness. My only problem is that I don't like raisins. Okay. <laughs> it's so wild that you would pick that cereal to eat the first one. What is this? Is this a raisin? <laughs> the, the major obstacle to finding something similarly appealing is my allergy to tree nuts and coconut nuts. Is there somewhere in this wild world of cereals a nut-free version of crisp flakes, crunchy granola, 
and chewy fruit that combine, contains cherries or craisins or blueberries or apples or mango or pineapple or literally any dried fruit that isn't raisin. That's from Seriously Sad uh, and Rachel. You know, that's a really tough one. I tried to do as much research as I can, and I found that, like, it's very rare to have a cereal like this that unfortunately doesn't contain nuts. Like, you always are seeing... Yeah, it's kind of part of the part and parcel with granola, I feel like. Yeah, so... But I do think there are maybe some options, depending on, like, your tastes in dried fruit. Like, honey bunches of oats with strawberries, I think would probably qualify. It's not exactly a dried fruit in like the chewy sense of it. These are very much like freeze dried strawberries, but I still think you're getting a good trifecta of crisp crunch and fruit. Granted, I don't think there's a cereal in the world that can compare directly to, you know, the blessed entanglement of components that is Raisin Bran Crunch. Um, But aside from the honey bunches, you might find success with a special K fruit and yogurt cereal. I would say the flakes there definitely aren't as hearty as Raisin Bran Crunches, but you do get really good yogurt clusters as well as a good, um, you know, menagerie of fruits. There's strawberries, blackberries, and raspberries in that one, I believe. Um, It is a shame, though. I think, I mean, you could also just, like, pick the raisins out of your Raisin Bran Crunch, maybe. I don't know if the raisins have, you know, tainted the rest of it for you at that point, but... That is a tough one. I, I was going to say Basic Four originally, too, because that seems right up that alley, but that one does include nuts. So I'd say between the Special K, the Honey Bunches, and you know some DIY hacks, you might be able to come close. Or otherwise, they might eventually bring back the, the Crazen brand crunch that was out a while back. So hope, hopefully that was a little bit of help. Sorry we can't more pinpoint accurately answer that. What about, um, <clears throat> do Cheerios, uh, oats and honey, does that have nuts in it? Cause that's like a little bit of like, I feel like that has a granola-esque vibe, but I don't know if it, I don't think it has like tree nuts in it, does it? Yeah, it'd be lacking in fruit, unfortunately. Yeah, you'd need to, you would need to, thank you, you would need to do a mix-in. As, as the, I mean, you just gotta get your own craisins and go for it. You gotta get creative dance, right? Yeah. Well, but if you wanted a little bit of like a granola vibe without the nuts, I feel like that's not a bad not a bad option. Yeah. Either way, I think it's a good lesson that, you know, even not even if you're just looking for something so specific, but whatever taste you have, you can't always rely on the cereal industry to, you know, target your niche specific taste. You need to, you know, seize the day and uh mix up your own perfect cereal. We believe in you. You can do it. Um, and thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope that if you get the chance, maybe share the show with a friend or you know, tweet about it, social media, that kind of thing. Just say like, hey, this is good. <laughs> or, or, you know, very good, if you, if you want. <laughs> or great, if you will. It's great. Um, who else do we need to thank, Dan? We'd like to thank Chris Zabriskie for our opening theme of The Sun is Scheduled to Come Out Tomorrow, Bria Davis for designing our podcast branding, as well as M. Loper and Samuel Rarden for designing our Empty Bowl merch. 
I just got a notification from eBay that a box of Sonic cereal that I paid way too much for oh. has just arrived on my porch. So I'm going to go enjoy that, and I'll leave Dan to wrap up. Um, yeah, this has been The Empty Bowl, a meditative podcast about cereal. And as always, for Justin McElroy... Don't forget to drink the milk. Don't forget to big gulp your cornflakes. <laughs> I was trying to sneak attack. <laughs> I knew what I wanted to I say. I lured you into a I've been thinking about that one for ten minutes. I needed to say it. <laughs> All right, let's get it clean then. Let's just get it clean for ringtones. Don't forget... <laughs> wait, which one are we saying? Yours, yours. Oh, okay. the, new, the new hot tagline that everybody's wild about. Don't forget... To big gulp your cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh.